Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Monday, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. This is the Wesson Walker Show. I'm joined by, of course, Walker Mail and Josh Fitty Marlowe. And we got Drum in the building as well. The research team back. is back in the building, hanging out on his fall break. Chilling, and we're eating. not lying about this like I usually do when yeah, I call for Drum he's to literally research. Here. Like his, he is here, not yeah, only You want to say what's up to him real quick, Drum? But in body. Yeah, just go ahead and grab yeah, the mic. Say, hey, guys. And then say, just hey, say, guys. what's up to Charlotte? What's up, guys? All right, there we go. <laughs> Eating one Skittle at a time. I told him I've never seen that before. Normally, I get a handful, but... I know, do that sometimes, each though. each their own. You yeah, do, you do I, one I at do. a time? Most of the time, I'm usually grabbing a couple, but every once in a while, I'll see if there's any different flavor. See, right. I think you were I'm, just a sheltered, uncultured swine. See, I think I'm more prone to do that with a peanut M&M than I will a Skittle. Eat one but those, But those flavors taste the same. It's all chocolate and peanut. With the Skittles, they got different flavors in there. This is true. That's why I need multiple. Yeah, well, with the with the Skittles to make it all... Yeah, with, yeah. You know, I need four or five of those, a handful per bite. No, I, I See, I think you're doing it all wrong. But I think I think if, if you will allow me to give you some candy eating advice, okay. not to say that you need it, but okay. if, you, if you're going to be open-minded, what I would say I'm here for. is with the M&Ms, because it's all chocolate, doesn't matter what color it is, uh-huh. all chocolate, all peanuts, or even the normal... That's when you can just roll with a handful. But with Skittles, if you want to explore, you want to get the individual. I like, got you. Mixed berry you. Skittles, sour Skittles. It got different flavors. So I think, I think Drum, He's despite doing his right young way. age, has been doing the wise Skittle thing for a while now. All right, folks, you asked for it, and here it is. It's time for the campus. No, he's got some glee in his voice for this one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to start this thing out, first of all, uh, with Dave Dorn. Okay. The highlight of the weekend. We know we had some big upsets. But Dave Dorn, in my opinion, feeling his legendary status as a coach at NC State. All right. I was doing this game for the ACC Digital Network that you can check out. Uh, Regular highlights. You can get condensed games and full games as well. Doing the game, once it's over with, I'm hanging out, waiting on some stuff to load as I'm making things. And I don't hardly ever listen to the post-game interview. But on the CW, it got spicy. Fitty, play the hit. We're going to start with why he did it first with Steve Smith because he gave the smoke to him. So we're going to play what Smitty said first and what Coach Doran said after. Fitty, let's get it. Look, Clemson has been struggling. They're not the the Clemson we've loved over the years. But NC State, unfortunately, they're waiting for basketball to start. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> All right. And then Dave Dorn was not here for any of that on the CW post-broadcast. This is what he had to say, retorting Steve Smith. Uh, tell Steve Smith in the studio, this ain't a basketball school. He can kiss my ass. Man, <laughs> the silence afterwards is what's hilarious. And you know what? As I cut that clip to go up on the ACC Digital Network, I let that linger as well because uh, the interviewer said, back to you guys. <laughs> and so it's always interesting to hear what they're going to say in a moment like that because in all my years of watching college football, I haven't heard a head coach say 
what he said in a post-game interview to get that spicy. And so when you went back, Dorm was definitely hype. After his NC State Wolfpack beat the Tigers 24-17, to the second time in the last three tries, even though they out, got outgained 364-202, to 202, even though they only had 138 passing yards, even though they only had 64 rushing yards on the day, State was able to get the win. But I ask you, Walker Mel, did Dave Doran's postgame spice for Steve Smith cement his status? as an NC State coach. Yeah, this is strong for me. Cement his status as a legendary NC State coach. Do I like it? I like it fine. I'm not as in mm-hmm. love with it as you are. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, Dave Doran is going to have to go, what, win eight, nine games? And he also got his 100th win that day, he, too. He did. So he was able to get with – he got this win against Clemson – that's a big deal, even with Clemson not playing nearly as well as what they had the last couple of years. They're 5-3 and three this year. I would still say, I don't know how people feel about it, but it's still a little disappointing of a season, I would say, so far. But the win against Clemson was big. Yeah, I don't know if this cemented his legendary status as NC State head coach. <laughs> to me, I don't know if it's eye-rolling. Like, I'm here for the back and forth for the most part. Uh-huh. I just feel like the coaches here recently have cared so much about what people have said in pregame shows that they harness it and then mm-hmm. they say oh we're not listening to all this stuff we're, we don't care mm-hmm. we're focused on the situation we're 1-0 every week we're just going to prepare the way we do regardless of what everybody else says and then the first thing you say after a win is kiss my ass Steve Smith mm-hmm. like clearly you do and then so don't hit me with this we don't care stuff the next time because Clearly you do. It's just, all right, that, that's fine. Do whatever you need to to manufacture some kind of emotion going into this game, whatever you want. But I, I, I'm I, a little fence city on this one. It okay. worked. You got the win. I don't know if I view you as a legend after it. All right. Well, he had just a little bit more. So, Fiddy, let's play that last bite from the press conference. Dorn had a little bit more when asked about the incident. Yeah, I mean, for a guy that lives in Charlotte, he clearly has got his head faced west to Utah all the time, which, you know, I understand, and no disrespect to him, but he disrespected our program, and uh, I'm not going to let people do that. These kids have worked their butt off. Um, we've won a lot of football games here, and in my tenure, I think we're second or third in the ACC and wins in football. So, you know, he can take that and put it where it belongs, but this is not a basketball school. This is a great great school it has great sports and football is one of them and uh, so yeah if he wants to come see me we can talk about that but you know do your homework before you start talking shit. yeah so um i think that for one i love the candor because coaches always give you canned answers and dave Dorn is no different than a lot of coaches he does that often as well but i think like i said some of these guys it's been a frustrating year for them like you said you feel like the season wasn't or hasn't been what they thought it would be. And I would agree with you there. And so I think guys get frustrated. I think that, you know, once he heard that, that really fired him up. But also, too, I think it was a little strategic. We're in the NIL era. We're in the transfer portal era. So he doesn't want that narrative out there, especially had they lost that game. They're all, you know, State's just a school. They're waiting for basketball to start and things of that nature. He got that out there quickly and said, no, no, no. We are all about football here at NC State. This is a program that's won X amount of games. He just got his 100th win. 
And so I think that that was a message to be delivered to recruits as well to let them know, yeah, now nah, NC State is indeed a football school, and you can look at their facilities, their crowd. They hardly ever – I mean, I can't remember the last time they didn't sell out a game. Their fans are rabid. They're off the chain. So I think kudos to uh, Coach Dorn for what he did. Yeah, I, I do I like, like it. No, if anything, the pettiness. So, so here's the question, though. I'm, I'm sure Fiddy will have some strong comments on, on this as well. How for sure are we that they're a football school? Like, are we 100% sure? Like, Dave Doran can tell me to kiss his ass if he wants to as well just for asking this question. But we are talking about a couple of championships. If the ACC is more of a basketball conference, while the NC State does have, yes, a while ago, but if we're talking about the history of both of these programs, then you got a couple championships. You have one of the more storied basketball programs of all time, the team that beat Five Slamma Jamma. We have a whole Jimmy Week, Jimmy V Week, where he coached at NC State, and we are talking about a team that I don't know how you want to compare postseason success, but Dave Doran's lost the last three bowl games he got to NC State basketball. Yeah, under Mark Gottfried, got to the Sweet 16 a, a decade times. ago. A co- yeah, well, right, but. When's the last bowl game they've had that they won under Dave Doran? Sure, but they've been eight wins. They've been eight wins or better five of the last six years. And I think for a school like NC State, I think that's something to hang your hat on. So they won in 2017, by the way, not quite a decade ago, but the last. Yeah, I just I'm just asking, like, there's there's (laughs) a reason for for this basketball (laughs) stuff, I think. I mean, not really. And you refer to them as one of the most storied basketball programs of all time. The team, the the team that won. Yeah, that was 40 years ago. Well, yeah. That was that was forty years ago. No, no, no. State's a football school. Okay. Because just... because the lack of success on the basketball court would lead you to believe they're a football school, and rightfully so. Because this is how coward that, that that university is. Back in the when the ACC was first formed, State went all in on basketball because they couldn't beat Duke and North Carolina in football. Then Duke and North Carolina start beating their ass on the basketball court. For 40-some-odd years, now they revert back to being a football-first school, and that's that's fine because that's what State is because we know come January, Duke and North Carolina are going to run them off the court twice a year, and so he's not wrong. They have become a football school. Now, they're not a... They're, they're not, they're not going to carry the flag for the ACC as a football school. But NC State, modernly, yes, it's a football-first athletic department. All right, so now moving on, what a lot of you wanted to talk about, Georgia Tech and North Carolina. Man, here we go. It was UNC's first loss in 46 games under Mac Brown when the Tar Heels scored over 40 points. Uh, Carolina scored five touchdowns and five drives in the red zone. They got 153 rushing yards. From Amarion Hampton, 310 passing yards, two scores from Drake May, 58 rushing yards. He had 368 yards of total offense, if you are counting, at home. But the win for Georgia Tech was the third straight over North Carolina. Fifth win in its last six matchups against the Tar Heels. Georgia Tech had 635 yards of offense. That was a season high, most ever against an ACC opponent and most overall since it totaled 655 against Tennessee in 2017. It ranked fifth all-time in program history, and Georgia Tech's 348 rushing yards were its most since it had 377 yards in 2020 in a game against Duke. And when you break this game down in the second quarter, Georgia Tech had 223 yards passing, And then when you look at the fourth quarter, they ran for 246 yards. This game was a track meet. 
from start to finish, but Carolina came out the loser. And so when you look at this thing, how much hope do Carolina fans have that this program can ever become a national contender? Because this is arguably the best quarterback. No, I won't say arguably. This is the best quarterback you'll ever have. And for them to have their season pretty much go down in flames in the last two weeks has got to be very disheartening after such a promising start. Oh, my goodness gracious. The fact that this happened again, the fact that you lost to Virginia, which is a worse loss on face value than Georgia Tech, but the fact that both of these games happened back-to-back to to now take you out of any college football playoff conversation. It (laughs) it might. I'm, I'm not saying it was. I'm saying there was a case that you could possibly make if they won out. Not anymore. Done. You'd ask, is there any way for this program to get to the college football playoff? At least in a top four scenario, which luckily for North Carolina, top 12 just might be able to allow you in. Maybe. But in a top four scenario, there's no way. If, if that one was to continue on and to go and go and be the way in order to get to a college football playoff, there's just no way you're going to be able to achieve it. You're right. This is the best quarterback you're ever going to have. If Mac Brown's the head coach, you're going to drop a couple of these awful games every single year. Yeah, heartbreaking for Hills fans, man. I, this was the season, 6-0. and We were talking about 9-0 and as not a given, but close to it. And you're 0-2 yeah. in this three-game stretch. Now it's completely out the window. All right, Fitty, let's go, man. What you got? Go ahead and uh, give your take as well. You know, bagel guy's begging me to go to the foul line. I'm just going to tell you. I don't have the energy or really the care factor to go there <laughs> because I knew this was going to happen. I knew last Monday they were going to get beat by Georgia Tech. When Mac Brown Called said, it. well, you know, we're one play away from being a top 10 team in the country and a lot of teams lost at home or lost over the weekend, but no team lost at home to one in five Virginia. And then the bleep that man said today that we're two drives away from being a top 10 team in the country. Go to the retirement home, Mac. You gave up 246 rushing yards in a quarter to Georgia freaking Tech. And this ain't even Paul Johnson, Georgia Tech, we're talking about here. We knew that game was going to be fun. We knew it was going to be high scoring because Haynes King is that dude. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Nobody gets talked about. But the mindset is the issue with Tar Heel football. You've got a weak, soft-minded head coach that's leading your program. That's why you keep losing these games over and over and over and over again. Yeah, and uh, also really quick, I saw uh, rumors, and it was said in said tweet that there are rumors flying that Drake May could sit out the rest of the season. I mean, I gave smoke to Caleb Williams. I got to give it to Drake, too, if he does indeed do this. But I ask you guys if he did do this, and he says, the, I, I got to save my arm because mm-hmm. I don't want to get hurt for the draft. Would we think less of Drake May? I mean, it would just be the backbreaker of a disappointing season after six and zero. Yeah, I, I look. I usually stay on the on the side of let whatever you need to do in order to shore up the money. But yeah, it would it would suck for this team because they're not even out of ACC championship contention now. You know, so there there is still technically right. I'm not saying they're going to have there. to get a lot of help. They would, but technically they could still do it. And for you to just say no, I'm you know. I'm sitting out the rest of the season, despite there still being a mathematical chance, a, a decent one at that for us to get to Charlotte. Yeah, that would be pretty hard as well. Well, I think you guys already know that I would. But, uh, Fiddy, what say you? Really quick. Um, 
he'd be he'd be a quitter. Yeah, I, right. I, I know how my boy was going to come through on mm-hmm. that one. So, all right. <laughs>